we are very much trained by the world to have confidence in ourselves. You can do it if you believe it, if you dream it, you can achieve it. This is not the gospel. Welcome back, everybody. Today is Wednesday of the second week of Lent, and we are on Meditation 108 of Divine Intimacy. What you're going to notice over the next couple days is a theme, and that theme is the virtue of humility. Mm-hmm. Um, the meditations are excellent. I know that you're going to benefit from them. They've been greatly enriching to our lives already. So uh, this is what stood out to us, I think. Do you know do you want to go? Sure. Christian humility does not lower. It elevates It does not cast down, but gives courage, for the more it reveals to the soul its nothingness and objection, the more it moves it toward God with confidence and abandonment. Was that your quote too? It was. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. (laughs) Okay, so uh, right away what this made me think of is um, Father Jacques Philippe. He has this book called um, Searching for and Maintaining Peace. And there's this prayer in there. And I've read the book a couple of times and it always struck me so much so that I wrote out the prayer so that when I have those moments in my life where I just feel like I'm constantly falling, then I go to this prayer and it's really beautiful. Lord, I ask your pardon. I have sinned again. This, alas, is what I am capable of doing on my own. But I abandon myself with confidence to your mercy and your pardon. I thank you for not allowing me to sin even more grievously. I abandon myself to you with confidence because I know that one day you will heal me completely. And in the meantime, I ask you that the experience of misery would cause me to be more humble, more considerate of others, more conscious that I can do nothing by myself, but that I must rely solely on your love and your mercy. So it just reminds me so much of the fact that like we can do absolutely nothing without God. And it's like only once we come to this realization, then it's like, wow, I'm totally free. I'm like completely abandoned to him. Such a great place to be. Yeah, again, the quote that stood out to you is the same one that stood out to me. Mm -hmm. And the idea that the more that humility reveals to us that we are nothing, the more that we need confidence in God and it moves us to have confidence in, in God. For example, only a sinner needs a savior. Only someone who's lost needs a redeemer. Only someone who's broken needs a healer. And when we recognize our weakness in this light, then Jesus becomes the solution. You know, when you look at your life and you're struggling with anger or sadness, you know, common emotions that we have, I'm not immune from these emotions and these feelings. And you do everything that you can do to overcome these emotions. Well, then your only solution, if when it doesn't work, is, is Jesus. Only then that does Jesus become your joy. If our joy is in something else, then we're self-sufficient. We don't need him. And uh, I'm reminded of the very beginning of how we started Lent. From dust we came. We are nothing but dust without God. But by his grace, we gain sonship, eternal life. Uh, God calls us to heaven with him. So uh, a beautiful reminder. The relations of a humble soul with God will be those of a child who confidently expects everything from its father. A good question to ask is, do we expect everything from our Heavenly Father? Mm-hmm. I, I think something that wounds us in this uh, pursuit or distrust, this trust of our Heavenly Father is sometimes we see our Heavenly Father through the lens by which we see our earthly fathers. 
And so if we've been wounded by earthly fathers or we haven't been given a good example, sometimes that really taints our basic trust in our Heavenly Father. I'm reminded of, of Peter when he's in the boat and there's a storm and Jesus calls him to come out of the boat. Um, Jesus didn't say, Peter, do you believe you can do it? Do you believe you can walk on that water? He just said, come. There was no explanation of how this is going to work. Just come. And Peter went. It was like this childlike faith. While his eyes were upon Jesus, everything was fine. But when he allowed his circumstance to overshadow his vision of Jesus, that's when he sank. And I think we're the same. Mm -hmm. When we take our eyes off of our Heavenly Father, who is our providence in all things, that's when we sink into despair and sadness and an anger and pride and peace is stolen from us. Our Heavenly Father's arms, and I imagine, are just outstretched to us and say, Come, trust me. Confidence in God increases in proportion to our mistrust of ourselves. It becomes total when the soul, having acquired a thorough comprehension of its nothingness, has lost all faith in its own resources. So this just reminds me of how um, most people, you know, most people, we grow old. And I think a lot of my, some of my relatives, some of them who have passed on, and how as they got older, they started to be unable to care for themselves. They were maybe unable to feed themselves. And it's almost like God's generous way of teaching us to abandon and to trust. And I think because as Father Gabriel is saying, it's like once we abandon ourselves and we trust in God, that's where true humility is found. In this quote that Janelle read, Father Gabriel reminds us that confidence in God increases in proportion to our mistrust in ourselves. And I think we are very much trained by the world to have confidence in ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's like the biggest thing that you can do for a child is to get them to believe in themselves. And then you go through school and you get all these self-help made books and you can do it if you believe it, if you dream it, you can achieve it. (laughs) This is not the gospel. I hope my children have a healthy self-worth, but that is in truth, the truth. And that is that we are nothing without God, but God has a wonderful plan for us. He loves us. But I think of all the different things that we tend to trust in other than God. We misplace trust in our abilities. Perhaps we've experienced some success in the past and we think, therefore, I can do it in the future. Well, naturally speaking, that might be true, but we forget that God has given us our abilities and He can He gives them and He can take them away. You know, we have a beautiful marriage or good relationships. Why? Because God has given that to us. You know, sometimes we trust in our connections with other people for th- certain things to go well in our life. But g- the connection that truly matters is living in the state of grace and in friendship with Jesus. Sometimes we can rely in an unhealthy way in friends and family members. Um, And sometimes God provides through these hands as well. Mm -hmm. But our confidence must be totally placed in God. And then He decides how He will provide for us. A couple of days ago, I had a chance to go listen to uh, my brother, Father Dan, give a talk to a men's group here in our city. And uh, he said, sometimes we need to have a battling ram prayer. In history, 
the armies when they were going to take over a castle. They had a battling ram or something that they would run through the door to break down a door. And sometimes we're assaulted by pride. And so what can we do? We can have a battling ram prayer when we think too highly of ourselves. What could that battling ram prayer be? Well, it could go something like this. Jesus, I am nothing without you. Or Jesus, you are my everything. Or Jesus, I can't live without you. A short little prayer that expresses total dependency upon God to counteract that pride that swells up in our heart. Do you have anything else? Mm -hmm. All right. So, hey, thanks for watching, friends. Uh, please comment below, share with us what stood out to you and why. And I'll see you tomorrow. God bless.